0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of cannabis tech talks you're chopping it up with chuck and i am here at MJ Biz 2021 we have an amazing lineup for you guys today uh and first and foremost i want to introduce a couple of guests that i have here this was uh something that just kind of sort of happened randomly. We ran an article in our magazine which basically uh, took a look at every single logo of every dispensary in the United States. This was an incredible amount of research done by David Wallach. This was, I'm telling you, this guy looked at every logo of every dispensary in the United States. I don't even know how many that is. But it's a lot. Yes, it's a lot. And, And my editors tried to cut that down to two pages, and he was like, stop it. This is such a great story. He went state by state by state. And we have today on Cannabis Tech Talks the winners of the best logo of all the dispensaries in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our guests today. Can you guys go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our audience
1: uh, who you are and what is your dispensary? Uh, my name is uh, Dan Rosick and um, i here with my wife.
2: Jackie Rosick.
1: And uh, we own uh, Glazed and Confused uh, in Crystal Falls, Michigan. Um, it was a call kind of came out of the blue and said <laughs> that they were doing this article and that we had won and I honestly thought it was a hoax at first, and uh, uh, thought that they were a scam. But it, it's uh, legit. It's uh, an honor. It's a pleasure. It's you know, it's overwhelming. Yeah, and the well, honor. It's, yeah. it's not very often you get
0: to do something that is uh, unique. And uh, you know, kind of clever in the industry because there's lots of media sources, there's lots of stories being written, lots of press releases, you know, all that stuff. And again, I've got to give props to our guy David because this was his brainchild. He was like, you know, logos are cool. He's a he's a creative type, and uh, once he started, you know, rolling up his sleeves and digging into this. I think he got a little bit obsessed, and I think this became (laughs) something that was to him a mission, you know, like to really kind of peel back the layers behind what goes into a dispensary logo and you know kind of what's the story behind that so I'm really excited that we have you guys here Uh, I want to find out more about it first of all glazed and confused
1: is where did you get the name so we were doing uh, construction with uh, the very first round when we were a uh, gift shop Uh Um, and uh, we were a supper club before that and we were cleaning out the kitchen and we had two fryers sitting there and um, the guy that was working construction he was a friend and his son um, his Uh, He said, hey, you know, nobody does donuts around here. Maybe you can do donuts along with this. I went, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And then his son goes, yeah, and call it glazed and confused. And I went, that's pretty cool. And then, like, three hours later, our neighbor, who owns an uh, electrical wiring harness uh, facility uh, next to us, comes over and says... I've got my son lives in Colorado, and we told him what you guys were doing, and he said, you should close down the electrical shop, open up a donut shop, and call it Glazed and Confused. We aren't going to do that, but, you know, I'm like, that's the second time I've heard that name now in you know, a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the universe is saying something to me. We might as well do it. So yeah, that's where we got the name from. <laughs>
0: I love that. I mean, what's in a name, right? Uh, you will sometimes hear... Uh, People say it doesn't matter what you name the product doesn't matter what you name the business. It's all about the product It's all about the business. I say nay. I say that name is something you know that like Instantly can give uh, People a feeling an idea, you know something like that. So when did you know? Okay, this is what it's gonna be
1: uh, pretty much that evening. Yeah. And we, when we had said that, it's like, look, I've heard it twice in the, in the same day. It's yeah. a clever name. We can make donuts. Or we yeah. could make donuts at Did that time. Did you look to see
0: if it was, like, trademarked or if anybody else was using it?
1: Yep. At that time, when there was one place in Michigan that had closed for, I want to say, two years. Um, had been closed for two years, so okay. the name was available at that yeah. time. And it was and, a donut place. And, and it was a donut yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there was a, a Right, not a dispensary. And there was a, a chain or... A, like three or four stores of a donut shop yeah. up in uh, Canada, and then one in New York, I think, and that was it. But they're all donut shops, not dispensaries. Yeah. And uh, we had tried to look up um, <laughs> once we came up with the logo too, and the logo was—I mean, I just basically sat, you know, uh, in the uh, living room and drew something on a napkin, <laughs> and then gave it to my wife, who's a little bit better designer than I am. Okay, this and, is getting better and better. <laughs> yeah. And she kind of rendered up something a little bit better, and I have a friend I went to. High school with who was a uh, backdoor neighbor to us, yeah. And um, so I called him up. He owns a sign shop, and said, "Yep, I'm going to design something for you." And kicked a couple things back and forth, and said, "That's the one." You know, change this, change that, and now we're all good. And, And. kind of ran with it from there and then sat around with our staff at that time and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and uh enjoying some recreational activities trying to come up with a name for him. yeah and we had lots of names and we landed on weedy mcweed face <laughs> because it got the most laughs, <laughs> out of everybody yeah and uh so now he's just known as weedy as we go around and uh, we've got a costume coming up for him. We've got like a fifteen. so he's flag. like a mascot. yeah yeah he's like a mascot. you mascot. have a mascot like gritty or like you know one of these sports teams Yep. yep. and uh, and Dave found you. yeah, and again, it's you know, just my <laughs> wife and I we have one store. yeah, the nearest gas station is like between five and seven miles away from us. Uh-huh. We're right over the uh, on the michigan side of the border between michigan and wisconsin so okay it's a uh the loca- how he found us is just a small little place other than maybe you know weed maps or online it's well the internet's amazing. a
0: powerful thing you right. know what i mean like yep. he was able to find you so okay so let's go through the process of actually opening a dispensary uh in michigan was it easy? Was it a bunch of hoops to jump through? Did you have to pay an arm and a leg or just the leg? Like, kind of talk our audience through, you know, you know, you've got a logo, you've got a name. Now it's time to set up shop.
1: Yeah. And we, it, we had a long journey to get there. And uh, it basically started... Um, there was a piece of property really close to ours. Yeah. And um, it had been up for sale for like three or four years and being the supper club and it had been vacant. Um, I was waiting till after hunting season, said, okay, once hunting season's done, I'm going to go look at that property. Yeah. I called the uh, real estate uh, company a few days before Thanksgiving and they said, you need uh, somebody else has already made an offer on this And you need to make an offer within 24 hours So I played that game and got a bidding war with them And uh, fought back and forth And ended up getting the building yeah. uh, But I had to borrow uh, Money from uh, my uncle uh, A friend of the family and my parents and yeah. Plus all the money I had to get the building um, did that? So you you were like, yeah, yep.
0: you were like, okay, this is gonna happen. We've got a name. We've got a location. I'm yeah. in a bidding war. I need some dough.
1: Yep. Yeah. And uh, so got that going. Then we opened up as a gift shop that very first time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And under the gift shop rules, they were we were allowed to uh, give uh, cannabis away, but not, not sell it. Sell it. So we had so wooden um, poker chips that we would burn the up into. Uh-huh. And we had coasters. We had different sizes of artwork that you could buy, and then we you'd receive free cannabis with that. The uh, state, uh, mm-hmm. the county. The um, prosecutor and county sheriff went downstate to Lansing to the state's attorney general to talk with them face-to-face, and they said, he's not breaking any laws, which is, thank God for us and the lawyers thinking right. we're going through right. everything. And so that's how we funded the remodel of the rest of the store uh-huh. and some of the startup, but not getting the licensing yet. So then we ran out of money from that, borrowed more money again for licensing and was set to open on 420 of last year, uh-huh. and uh, COVID hit. So we said that we weren't going to open because I have asthma and my son's got asthma. Yeah. That uh, we weren't going to open until we found a way around it or we go broke. And Mm -hmm. both of those things about happened at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) We had some friends that had a coffee shop and uh, they were kind of on cruise control with that. So they said they could come and open it up for us until we got vaccinated. We got vaccinated about a month or so later after opening and uh, taken over from then. Um, But uh, in the... Uh, In the meantime, when we were also going broke at that same time, um, uh, I had sold my snowmobile, sold my four wheeler. I was uh, selling my car. I had sold uh, a couple other things too. Yeah, and uh, uh, you do what it takes, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, leveraging yourself to the hilt, and you know, basically, we were a week away from uh, say, calling it quits and not being able to make it. Oh, and my uh, uncle. Uh, My aunt was killed in the uh, Nairobi, Kenya bombings in 1998. Uh And uh, when Osama bin Laden's uh, terrorist group, uh, Al-Qaeda, had blown up the embassy there. And she was one of the uh, Americans that was killed there. And my uncle received a settlement from the uh, Saudis paying off their war crimes. And uh, from the settlement from that... Um, He called me that week and said, How much do you need and how much can I buy into your company for? So, wow, that's how we ended up getting funded. So, this
0: is not one of those stories of like, you know, big mega conglomerates coming in and, you know, dominating the landscape. This is literally a passion project come to life right in some of the most difficult circumstances and you guys couldn't even sell weed in the beginning
1: right yeah no. yeah yep. couldn't wow. even sell it in the beginning and then you had to give it away right had to yep. give it away which normally
0: goes against all principles of business <laughs> right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and and you know to have that to fund the building and we took all that money the first time and remodeled the inside yeah and we haven't had any customers on the inside yet. It's all been curbside. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. So if we had known it better, we would have redone the outside of the building. Yeah. 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 Right. The best but, drive through in, know? in, in the state. <laughs> so what, what's what's the town like? Give
0: us like the background. Are you the only dispensary there? Is there competitors? Uh, what's
1: the you know kind of like population
0: and landscape size of where you are?
1: So it's uh, between five to seven miles of the nearest gas station. Okay. Um, the very, very rural. Very rural. Area. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's a lot. It's a lot of agriculture. A lot of just woods. Just woods. woods, okay, yeah, all right, all right, all right. trees, okay, and then uh, uh, I think our nearest neighbor is maybe a quarter mile away or better, okay, and then the next one after that's probably another, you know, half a mile or so, Dude, you so know, I'm going to have to venture up there and check oh, yeah. this place out,
0: because this sounds super cool,
1: it is, yeah, and, you know, we've got uh, all live uh, edge trim uh-huh. that came off our sawmill, because um, we had a sawmill for a short period of time, <laughs> and we logged the uh, logs off of our property and cut our own wood and had that sitting around and we were running out of money again and said, yeah. hey dad, let's run that through the sawmill again and then make that into trim for our stuff here and it looks really good. Wow. So, wow! You know, We have a lot of, we're not the uh, Apple store looking place. It's right. very country and very, uh-huh. we still have the bar from the uh, um, supper club that was there that was a kind of a heart shaped bar Yeah. and uh, so they got the two bubbles of the heart shape and the story that we heard was is they didn't build the building big enough so they had to cut the tip of the heart off to fit it into
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the community like like how does the community feel about you is it you know I've lived in small towns before I've uh, uh, I lived uh, my, my uncle had a dairy farm in Chawila Washington you know we had 300 head of cattle I would go to school with like cow crap on my shoes yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. I know what it's like to be in like a small you know kind of community what, what do people think about glazed and confused
2: We've had a great community response. Um, I used to help take care of, like, with the planning. Uh I was on the planning commission, and so I tried to involve myself in the community to kind of see where the community was before we opened, get a feel for it, and then look for ways that we could help the community, and we, I think, have done a great job of showing the community that we can help support our community, we can give good jobs to Mm -hmm. people, and we can provide Product that helps other people in our community with pain or anxiety, whatever it may be, and I think we've really given the community a, a good view on marijuana, as opposed to it could have been negative. But I think we've done a good so, job. Of it.
0: So were you guys uh, cannabis? consumers before you set up shop you know even when it wasn't like you know legal you guys were were proponents of the plant and the you know kind of the all the different healing properties and everything like that way before so
1: I had had a uh, experience I guess I was in about 2000, I think it yeah. was. I was working at a uh, ski hill uh, locally, yeah. and had my own snowmobile there. And uh, I we used to have fun running up the ski hills, and when you get to the top, of it you could jump the sled. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing that with one of my buddies, and forgot that they had closed the line off or closed the runoffs, so and the line was across there. And I uh, as I jumped the hill, it was basically rope sky snow and that fast and when i saw the rope i had enough time to just let go of the handlebars and turn my head a tiny bit and the rope jumped the windshield um hit me in the chest and neck it broke the inch and a half tree that it was tied to over I mean, completely snapped it it caught me underneath my jaw i flipped around and got slammed into the snow I stood up, and my buddy's running over to me. I put my gloves up on my neck like this and pulled them away, and they had blood on them, but not a lot. And I'm looking down and looking around, and I wasn't squirting anything. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm all right. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're not dead, you know. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. And then I spit blood. And I go, okay, let's go down to ski patrol. He goes, it looks like you just got road rash. I'm like, I just spit blood. We're going down there. So I go to ski patrol and they put a, I sat down there for a second. They put a scalpel and a trach tube right next to me to do an emergency tracheotomy if they need to, right below, yeah. below where the wound was. Wow. And uh, took me down to ER and they did CAT scan, MRI and x-rays and stuff. And said that I tore a bunch of muscles and ligaments in my neck on the right side and uh, they tried to give me uh, uh, Vicodin and with Vicodin, a half of Vicodin, i start puking because I had a sensitivity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then they tried uh, Flexeril, a, a muscle relaxer and yeah. it didn't do anything and then flash forward a couple of years and we had our first kid and I was staying at home watching our uh, daughter yeah. and carrying her a lot was really you know, aggravating that injury and um, they said that cannabis was a, uh, a new thing in Michigan that we could try out. And I'd been familiar with it yeah, a yeah. times before. And we're like, all right, well, I think this will probably work for me. You're like, I'll give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, at that time, it was uh, pretty new. So they had to fax my records off to the doctors. They came up. So the they UP. had medical cannabis yeah, at the time. Mm-hmm. All right. At that time, okay. I was in on uh, the medical. Yeah. One, yeah and yeah. Uh, did it for myself for about a year. Found out how well that worked. Yeah. Uh, there was a traveling doctor that was coming around our area. So I called him up and said, hey, can I come you know, with you just for a little bit and pick up some patients around the UP? no problem sure so i picked up my five patients that way and uh grew for eight to t- nine years i think i started in 2010 ah. by myself in 2011 i was, uh, was a caregiver and i had yeah, about 60 plants um going all the time and uh, this is a lot more than a logo right you're a yeah. grower you're, you're a producer
0: <laughs> yeah. you are like making it happen yeah. was it was it uh tricky to figure out how to, you know, optimize and, and grow, you know, proper lighting
1: and I, I mean, and I started in a basement. Yeah. I had a six and a half foot ceiling and then it was a six by six room that was yeah. all cinder block and then there was a two by six room. So my two by six room, my plants are my mother's, that was my the uh, mother and baby room, the uh, yeah. vegetative room, um, <laughs> ended up looking like squares because they were all boxed in there. <laughs> And then the uh, other uh, section was, you know, so where did you get your gear? Like, where did you get your information on how to grow? Did you just go online. A did little you, bit of online, a yeah. little bit of like uh, reading through High Times magazine. Yes, we had a couple grow stores up, up there. Shout out to High Times magazine. Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, and we had uh, gone to a couple of growth stores up there too, and started knowing some of the guys that had the hydro grow or the um, uh, the grow shops. Yeah. And in between from them and um, you know, I think I did uh, the the Green Bible too. Read the okay. Green Bible okay. and read. I basically quit video games. I had like six hundred dollars. Hours or something into a video game and said, if I quit this, I could be a rocket scientist. So instead of being a rocket scientist, I just read on horticulture and botany and, you know, anything I could grab my hands on. And you saw head. this all happening in front of you. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and you we, were like,
0: all right, this is cool.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> Whatever and, and, you want
0: to
1: do. Yeah. You know, good. And after I got good at it for myself, she was done uh, being a department head at Home Depot, just not like that anymore, and I was done watching the kids at home and said, hey, I'll swap you, I'll get a job, I think I do this pretty well, so I think, and that's how I started being a caregiver full time. And uh, I actually would drop my stuff off at the dispensaries too yeah. when we had caregiver to caregiver and uh, watched a few of those dispensaries transition too to be fully licensed also. And then when they came up and said, hey, you're a caregiver, now you have a license. So it's, a, it's a kind of a small community <laughs> yeah. up there, which yeah, is kind yeah. of neat to see yeah. the others keep advancing.
0: Well, you were like yeah. serving the community. You're almost like in a small town where you have a town doctor, yep. you know, yeah. someone that comes in and, you know, can, can help people out, you know, cures what ails you, that kind of yeah. thing i'm imagining that people were looking at you like cool you're a valuable part of the community
1: i i think they've gotten there there was the a yeah. lot of skeptics at first i mean uh, first had, right stigma yeah, uh, when we uh we had a vote in our uh township yeah when they legalized it for rec and it only passed by three votes in our township so it was like you know yeah very close so our township didn't go all in on all the licenses yeah. um, because they wanted to um, kind of appease the naysayers sure, to, and, and uh, prove to them that we were a valuable commodity yeah. and that we're going to bring tourism and businesses and yeah. jobs and other things. And a killer ass, to ass logo. And yeah. a killer <laughs> logo, right, yeah. That's, right. That's <laughs> it. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, now we, we've told the township that we were going to employ, I think, eight people yeah. and I think we're at 19 right now. Stop it. So, Stop it. That is
0: amazing. That's got to feel good. You guys are building something. You guys are a part of the community. You're creating jobs. You're providing relief. You're, uh, you know, providing a product that people need. And honestly, I, I, I feel like it's stupid that we try to lump it only as medical or only as rec. Like, I feel like... People can decide what it means to them for themselves. But yeah. Cannabis is an important part of a lot of people's lives, and the fact that you know you have to kind of like you know put it in this category or put it in this category. The bottom line is, it's something that. It's really beneficial it's good for the economy it's good for uh you know people's lives i think i'm a better parent because of cannabis you yeah. know what i mean my like, patience level goes way up yeah yeah yeah. yeah. totally yeah. i will just sit there and just listen for a yeah. really yeah. long time about whatever i'm yeah. not impatient i'm curious you know i just yeah. feel like i'm more present yeah. which which yeah. sounds kind of crazy because there's so much stigma around
1: cannabis still to this day yeah right and we've seen a lot of that uh start to crumble around us too yeah. the stigma there's still a lot of people that come in from Wisconsin or Minnesota that are like I don't want you to take my license or ID and yeah. stuff like that but they're they, they're warming up to the fact that look they aren't really tracking you like that you know they just want to make sure where it's going so that if there's a problem they can get back to you and say hey this batch had you know something Uh, like a recall right they are just keeping you informed of a recall and when you kind of explain it to them like that then they're you know they opt in right and they're more likely to you know drop a lot of those uh, yeah yeah uh, things that So, so you don't have
0: another dispensary in your town Nope. Uh, In our
2: township, there isn't. Um, Okay. But but Crystal Falls, which is um, about seven or
1: eight miles away. Yeah, about seven miles
2: away. It's a little bit bigger city, and there is two other ones there. There's so two of them there, them but
1: their city, like. yeah, not near as good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's two of them there and I believe they're unlimited and I believe the town has like three or four hundred people in it. So, okay. it, it's very small town. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The city's yeah. a little bit big.
0: <laughs> it's the so, one flashing light. So, when you place. have a dispensary, obviously, you can sell cannabis, you yep. can sell, uh, uh, uh uh, products that are associated with it,
1: you can sell. What about merch? Yep. Are you guys cranking out some merch? Yep, we've got uh, t-shirts. Uh, we got tie-dye t-shirts. Yeah, um, we've got keychains, uh, magnets, stickers. Okay. Um, and we're getting. What about into masks? It? Do you have a mask. Mask. She does have one mask here. Yep. Yes. Got yes. Masks. I mean, you yes. gotta wear them. You might as well yep. show off your, you know, team or your your brand or your yep. whatever. Yep. And we got uh, hats and beanies coming. And I think we're going with lighters, and we're gonna do a couple other things with yeah. like, a uh genius pipe, and, yes, you know. genius pipe and. Yes, genius pipe. Shout out to one of our partners. Yeah. Genius pipe. Yeah, yep. they're gonna put our logo on uh, uh, a couple of their pipes. I mean, big lighter. I think they're gonna do a couple of things with us. To this, really? So
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. We tried to hit a bunch of people. I mean, this convention is amazing. I it's mean, it's it, so cool. Meet so many cool people here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about it just for a second, because we've been a year and a half, uh, you know, on the sidelines. Like we yeah, had, right. you know, some really great online events, and you know, it's but it's not quite the same as being here and meeting people face to face. And uh, can you guys just speak to that, like what the experience of MJ Biz, shout out MJ Biz, yeah, has been yeah. for you guys?
2: It's yeah. been great. I, I mean we got to meet a lot of interesting people in the industry yeah. and learn, learn a lot of stuff. About ways that we can improve or improve on our branding, machines
1: that we didn't even know that were out there. Yeah, you know, and uh, things that we didn't even know were available to us. You know, that that's been a big eye opener. Talking with the other CEOs or you know presidents or inventors of certain objects is like, I mean, that's it's it's amazing to to talk with the inventor of you know this vape pen or this you know certain item, and it's. I don't know, a a different experience being able to uh, um, talk one on one with the owner, rather, it is with a salesperson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
0: I want to ask you one last thing because we're almost out of time here. But I want to ask you one last thing. Like um, uh, one of the clients that we work with, uh, it was KC Store Fixtures. They're now called, I believe, Inspire, um, and they, you know, really specialize in fixtures in dispensaries that like have lighting and really good and display the stuff. Like, like how much thought goes into your shelving and your displays as a dispensary owner? Because as a consumer, you just walk in and you're like, hey. Where's the sativa? Where's the indica? Where's the edibles? You know, what's on sale? How important is that element? Uh, of a dispensary
1: so for us we didn't want to be like the other Apple store ones yeah. where it's all you know cut and clean and whatever else not so we kind of leaned back into the uh, glazed and confused or bakery aspect and we have bakery cases yes. those big curved you know yes they were refrigerated but we don't have them refrigerated we just uh-huh. don't have it uh, <laughs> taken out but that's what we use as our display cases we've and,
2: always heard people a lot of times customers when we were as a gift shop would come in and I feel like an adult in a candy store so we kind of went on that theme with the bakery cases to make it look like a candy store so that your edibles in there and you can just look at the glass and drool over what's in there
0: (laughs) you know if you think about it like you know in this day and age you can order anything online right you can get delivery it's frictionless it's a couple pushes of a button boom it's coming to you i think the experience that you guys are talking about is what makes uh, retail and dispensaries and brick and mortar type stores still kind of special. Because I can order a video game online, but when I go into GameStop and I talk to the people in GameStop about the new game or about this or there, it's community. And so, in a way, you guys, with Blaze the Confused, and the way you have a theme, and the way you have an experience, you almost are creating a community, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'd like yep. to think that, you know, especially with our staff, you know, they're like family to us, uh-huh. too. You know, we've, uh... uh Really grown close with a lot of them, and they are close with each other. They have their own group chats and their own stuff that they go off and do on their own. And you know, they've been there to help each other when you know they have a wrecked car or something like that. You got to pick each other up or take each other home. Or I've even heard of a couple of them picking each other up from the bars when they couldn't drive home. You know, (laughs) I mean, so that's family, (laughs) right? That is, that's you know, and uh, we're really proud of that. And I think that goes through when we talk with our customers. Mm -hmm. That you know, look, we're a family here. And we aren't, you know, we don't have a dress code. Everybody dresses however they want to, pretty much. And they kind of get that more relaxed. I'm coming to my buddy's house and going to get stuff as opposed to, yeah. you know, I'm going to go to the Apple Bar and, you know, kind of get feel weird about making a purchase because there's a guy with a gun behind bulletproof glass and that's not cool. You yeah, know, yeah. 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 I'm really <laughs>
0: glad you brought that up because that is kind of like a, a sort of turnoff, I think, uh, in know, dispensaries where it's like, show me your face you know and it becomes almost a like militant experience right and that takes away from kind of all the awesome stuff you know the, the, the best parts of cannabis right. is that yeah. it's kind of like a children. I mean I get it it's business and you gotta do what you gotta do but you I guys each their own
1: you know yeah I mean, yeah that's yeah. the way you know you know you need to run your business or want to I, yeah. in certain parts I understand that you know in the UP I mean don't get me wrong there's still security but there's yeah. not you know Bulletproof glass with some guy standing there yeah. with a gun with three clips on it. It's like, really? You need three clips? Right? Like the first <laughs> it's Really going to go down? Yeah. <laughs> Are you expecting zombies to come over to the dispensary anytime soon? You know,
0: yeah. Oh, man. Well, this is awesome. So, you guys know that I'm coming to Michigan. I yeah. am going yeah. to That's come great. there. I'm going to plan something. I don't know. It'll be a sports trip. It'll be a, you know, see Utah. some family, something like that. Fishing, I'm coming hunting. up there. Yes. So I am we'll going, going, going for, to come in really. here. I am going to hang out at your place. I'm going to enjoy Glazed and Confused so let our audience know where can they uh, uh, find out more about you website you know here's where you can give a little outro shameless plug (laughs) let people know what's going on and how they can come and enjoy it like I'm going to one day nice
2: awesome you can check us out at upglazedandconfused.com you can always give us a call 906-875-420 number 1
1: 4201 oh that's good oh that's good good.
2: our address is 20 Four sixty-five U.S. Highway Two, Crystal Falls, Michigan. Four nine nine two zero. We're the first stop um, when you UP. in the UP when you come from Wisconsin on U.S. Two. So look for our big yellow. Um, Weedy flag
1: flying. Yeah, we got a fifty-foot flagpole one night after uh, enjoying a bunch of new rockets that we got. (laughs) Like we ordered a fifty-foot flagpole and put Weedy on it. Okay.
0: (laughs) I love it. This has been one of the most fun uh, podcasts I've ever been able to do. Again, shout out to David Wallach. He did the research. He did the work. This guy went through fifty states or somewhere around there Mm -hmm. and looked at every single logo for dispensaries and you guys won. I I'm so appreciative. I hope we can defend the title next year. That's right, because they're coming for you. They're coming for you. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. And to everybody that's listening right now, uh, if you like this episode, make sure that you hit the like button, subscribe, and don't forget to share uh, and follow along on social media. We've always got great content. We've got great people here in the cannabis industry. So once again, thank you for joining us at Cannabis Tech Talks. And we'll see you next time.
1: Today's episode of Cannabis Tech Talks is brought to you by Hardy Diagnostics. Hardy Diagnostics is an American company that manufactures and sells bacteriological culture media, reagents, automated microscope slide staining machines, and rapid identification kits for microbiological testing in clinical, research, and industrial laboratories. Hardy Diagnostics is proud to be partnering with Cannabis Testing and Cannabis Science Laboratories to ensure that cannabis products are safe for consumers. Hardy offers a wide range of pathogen detection and environmental monitoring products. At Hardy Diagnostics, you will find a complete selection of laboratory and microbiology supplies for the clinical, industrial, and molecular biology labs. See their amazing line of products. Go to hardydiagnostics.com.